How long gone? <laughs> Big shout out to me. Chris Black is also here. We were just talking before we hit the record button that, wait, you said using a heater is a feminine trait or being cold is a feminine trait? I mean, one leads to the other, so I would say both are feminine traits. Okay. When was the last time you were cold? I couldn't, I couldn't tell you, Jason. Maybe, I mean, maybe when I... <laughs> who was who in office? Nixon? I mean, I could have been when I came out of my, my mother's womb, you know, and it's a little chilly and they put the little baby beanie on you. That's probably the last time I can remember. Yeah, well, I get cold all the time. I know, but we've, we've talked about this. It's because you have circulation issues because of your size and stature. Yeah, but I'm, I've been beefing up and I have been actively and proactively trying to acclimate myself with you know winter's chill i have been Mm. you know getting up and getting after it in the early a.m i'm like you know what it's like arcteryx puffer and sweatpants camber sweatpants time and i say no shorts (laughs) there we go real man i talked to hunter about this i'm like bro i don't want to see you coming to a session with with sweatpants on like we're real men here to lift like shorts only bro (laughs) He said, he said, he said, you know what, Chris, now I hear you when it's chilly in the morning, I hear you in my head and I don't put the sweats on. I love, I love real men, comma shorts only. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that's a, that's a, platform a, a, one, can- a one pair of uh, one clothing item often referred to as whatever the opposite of a man is yeah, exactly. a boy wears shorts. Well, a lot of people are, are part of the anti-shorts uh, consortium, and I am I just find that to be silly, but those people also probably don't live in, in a, a desert-like climate uh, where it is 74 degrees on January 27th, so suck it, losers. I think they were just raised in a household that doesn't believe in showing showing a little leg, and that's not their fault, necessarily. No, it's, it's their, it's their toxic family upbringing. That's true. Yeah, and those, that's are, the- those are some roots that are tough to pull up. Take it from me. Thank God that my father wears shorts year-round, even when the temperatures dip, because he raised me to be a real man, and that's why... You know that's why I'm so well adjusted, and he lo- he looks good too. <laughs> he looked good too. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of dads and shorts, you know what? Wh- at what point? You know when when you see the kind of older guy wearing shorts, mm-hmm. and the legs start. You know the legs, even if you are in good shape, they kind of start to look a little funky. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get the, you get some weird, gang. a little vein. You know some deformation. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be a, any type of ailment. You know, maybe some spots, some mm-hmm. your hair, your of leg course. hairline is getting fucked up. Oh man! Basically, the question I'm asking is: at what year, at what age, is that going to happen to us? Well, unfortunately, I think that usually w- when you get up there in years, your um, mm-hmm. caring level also goes down. Did you say caring or carrying? Caring, not 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 the uh, luxury group K E R I N G, but ca- uh, not the car- okay okay caring. Well, or, or caring as in caring about someone's emotions. No, caring about someone's emotions is what I'm talking about. So as you get older, you give less fucks, as they say. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you don't really care what your legs look like. And you just want to be comfortable. And these Under Armour shorts are staying on. Okay, so when you hit a certain age, you start to think to yourself, the internal old man dialogue or old person's dialogue. Mm-hmm. You know what? I wish a motherfucker would say something about my uh, fucked up looking legs i wish a former quaker comedian would say my legs look ashy at ralph's i dare Uh. her to say that (laughs) to me at at 72 years old you know what i mean i dare i dare that that's you don't want the smoke from an old old guy old guys rule (laughs) you know that jason old smoke that's right i'm worried about more important 
issues like uh speaking of old men neil young spotify called his bluff and i find the whole thing pretty funny okay so so neil young and spotify they said don't you don't you play that joe rogan because if you do we're pulling my whole catalog that i just sold half of it to to a publishing company just less than a month ago don't do that yeah i i just don't understand why people think this is some like revelatory move like he's already rich he probably doesn't make that much money from streaming anyway because the people he literally tried to introduce a a lossless high fidelity audio player of his own brand because he hates streaming so much yeah he so he already hated it so it wasn't a big deal that's that's my point he already hated it wasn't a big deal and his old ass fans they don't they don't they don't like it either. Well, I, I agree with all of this, and it was a little bit, you know, it was a little bit foolish. And I don't know if he if he really thought that it was going to come down to him. Oh, he definitely didn't. <laughs> he definitely didn't. That's the, that's what's so funny. But people also act like, look, Joe Rogan is a fucking bozo, but he Joe Rogan didn't, you know, it's like he doesn't care about Neil Young. Neil Young is just saying, like, this platform is bad, and, and now he's just going to, I'm taking my talents to title and serious xm he definitely can make more money in you know doing one state fair concert than an entire year's worth of royalties from spotify that is that is true uh but i mean to play devil's advocate or to you know see the other side Mm -hmm. you know it's it's not a large revolutionary act but it could be a little bit of a you know, a tipping point or a catalyst to start the movement. Obviously, he's not no, going to win no. this particular battle, but it'll have other people maybe, you know, changing their minds. And after a few years of eventual, you know, because then no, you get a Neil Young, then you get a Newfound Glory, then you, you know, smash cut to three years later, then no. then the weekends pulling it, you know, no pun intended, but it's all downhill from here. <laughs> uh, no, I I think that, but that's the thing. I think that people that make like. If we talk about the top 10 artists that stream on Spotify, they do not give a fuck about any sort of politics. They don't give a fuck about Joe Rogan. Drake ain't pulling songs off Spotify to prove a point. Right. So that that that's, you know, Neil Young is a legacy artist who's like a legend, but he's he's absolutely not part of the streaming generation. He's not. He's not, but what a, but he is part of the revolution and the revolutionary kind of I guess not generation, but mm-hmm. he's a revolutionary artist. So if the musical he was, he, he still is. There's not much for him to revolt against now. I mean, there, there's plenty <laughs> of it for him to revolt against now. That's but what he's doing right now. That's what he's doing. That's what right he's now. doing right now. But you know, like earlier, you know, there's the the cyclical waves of revolution style music come and go as the times as the times pass. So like. You know, when we were when we were youngsters, Neil Young was not on the airwaves. It was, you know, it w- but Rage Against the Machine was another fake revolutionary band. But why? They're not fake, bro. And ne- neither is Neil Young. So, so what? Why isn't Rage Against the Machine pulling their music from Spotify? Or are they, have they already done that? No, because because it's, because it's all because it's all performative bullshit. And they're like, we're busy. You know, Tom Morello's busy writing his opinion newsletter for the New York Times. He, he's not talking to management about where streaming is going. Like these guys, <laughs> like these people are so rich that all this stuff doesn't matter. Like that's the, the like it doesn't. Affect, I agree. I agree. It doesn't, but, it, but if, it if doesn't affect people, anyone, if you get it doesn't affect anyone. If a rage against the machine does it, Tom Morello does it. You know, whatever, you know, a Kendrick Lamar does it, it it starts kind of cascading enough and it's never going to be enough to like make uh, Spotify or whatever, 
another you know apple or any other streaming platform that doesn't pay their artists a ton of money it could move a needle to where something is done you know like something preventative is done so they're like you know what like we see where this is going maybe we should start renegotiating contracts or we could actually be in some trouble here i mean no th- and that's that's i mean i think the, discre- the the disparity between like how artists are paid and like doing upfront deals with podcasts obviously that's like a bigger discussion you know what i mean but th- mm-hmm. that's just uh, that just seems like how the we'll save that for our guests today how the setup is but i think that like bottom line is people want to make money everybody just wants to make money however they can and if you take your music off Spotify and you go to Apple, you you don't think you can listen to Screwdriver on Apple? <laughs> you know what, you know what I mean? Like I mean whatever. It's just, Yo, it's just RIP, like RIP, RIP. One of the one of the guys in Screwdriver just passed. I'm sorry for your loss, Chris. Where does this go? So this this leads us back to Pono. Pono, what's that? That's his that's Neil Young's failed fucking lossless audio service. It's like, <laughs> so you everybody's so bad and you're so mad at everyone and they're doing things you don't like. So then w- w- no one can hear your music or they have to buy vinyl. How obnoxious can you be? Like it's just it's all so stupid. Like everyone is losing in this. So everyone, so your your general sentiment Everyone, the the death is already upon us. The resistance is futile. Give up now and at least you know have a little fun with it. Try to get a six pack before. Yeah, bro. Like what, I mean, I just think this is takes a, your life. A battle he's not going to win, but he's also eighty five years old. So he's like, I don't care. I've no, he has nothing to lose. The stakes are absolutely zero for well, him. Well, just because you know, and because he is so old, maybe he is sacrificing his body for the future. You know, mm. for the future fighters, he knew he's going to lose this battle. That's right. He's, he's yeah. still putting it on the line, like so many old heads in movies. You know, you go on without me. You do it. You keep fighting. Sa- saving Private TJ is is, is <laughs> Neil Young's. Neil Young's dragging you to the medic tent uh, with that. You got you got a wound in your in your calf. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, <laughs> I, I I just think no one wins in this, and it's just like a debate on the internet that is is meaningless. But I do think that. I don't think Spotify cares. I don't think I don't even really think Neil Young cares. You know, I, I think it, yeah. I think that it's it's all you know. Everybody's doing what they have to do to stay in the conversation, and you know, I can't blame Neil Young for that. But luckily, I never listened to his music anyway, so this doesn't really affect me. Get busy living or get busy dying. Neil Young's gonna pass away soon. Uh, no, a hundred percent. But look, I mean, I don't listen to his music, but I do have every album on vinyl, so that's fine. Check my discogs. <laughs> Because I'm going to unload these in my own protest. You know what I'm saying, Jason? I'm protesting mm-hmm. uh, not being able to stream Neil Young on my Spotify application in my car. Damn, am I going to put... What is that song? Southern Man? Southern Man. S- Southern Man's a classic. I mean, you Crazy Horse. I should start calling you Crazy Horse. That'd be a cool nickname for you. <laughs> I like that. Okay, okay. I'm pony-like in certain qualities of the way my body sits. <laughs> You're more of a Mr. Ed type beat, but I could I could do it this way. Come but on. we do we do have a guest, Sam. Sorry. Yeah, this is this is Hayes Davenport. He uh, he's a podcaster. He's done a podcast called Hollywood Handbook with another guy, Sean. For for a number of years, he's been in the comedy game, writing on a bunch of TV shows. He went to went to Harvard. Was the editor of the Harvard Lampoon over there? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know this motherfucker went to Harvard. Now my my I'm, my attitude changed a little bit. I'm like, oh, we got an elite podcaster, great. But this guy's actually just elite. That's good. Yeah, that's so. That's a win for you. A loss for you is that I, I believe he 
cares about his local community, so that's going to be tough for you. Has he said that? Has he said that on the record, or are you just assuming that? <laughs> no, I just I know that he's 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 involved in local Los Angeles, you know, civic politics, and he's working on a lot of homelessness do a, issues. Do we have a fucking protester? Do we have a fucking protester well, on our know, hands? I don't. We'll see. I don't know if he's going to protest you, but um, well, he might if he hears this Neil Young bit. He might be upset, but we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Well, hopefully he doesn't. I think hear he's that. a. I think he's a good sport. I've been listening to Hollywood Handbook for a long time for years and legendary years. pod legendary pod good to have a an elite podcaster on and let's see where this will take us <laughs> neil young is publicly <laughs> traded and he <laughs> he took a tumble today neil neil young rang the bell on the new york stock exchange this morning this thing had a bigger this thing had a bigger idea in mind i agree with hayes i'll say I, i've been i've been more bullish on neil earlier jason took an l i'm long on neil young jason took an l on sweet green but he's not gonna let that happen again with with neil he's just not gonna he's not gonna stand for it when sweet green ipo'd i slept through my the initial offering because i forgot that the stock exchange is on the East Coast time, not uh, not Cali time. Yeah, and that's a mistake that I hopefully won't make again. We're not. Tell me how your personal sweet green habits influenced your investing decisions, because <laughs> I've found my wife and I. It's a good question. We, uh, we 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 haven't gone back. There was like a couple hard weeks where we ordered sweet green a lot and we have not <laughs> hard weeks okay you when you say you, hard what do you mean are you saying that week? the patreon check didn't come through or you mean like <laughs> mentally i mean like the dust bowl like how that was like, how okay, they, okay, how okay, 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 that. okay so all you could afford was sweet green it's not enough of a lunch for me. well i'm intermittent fa- intermittent fasting now i know this is the kind of space where i can talk about this this is a this is a this is a free space for men to talk about the stuff that they do yes good and more importantly the stuff they don't do eat Mm -hmm. 1 p.m is when it's go time so as soon as we're done with this podcast you already have a whole bowl of i'm gonna hit the trough (laughs) what do you what do you what is your go-to you know when you're coming off the fast do you keep it light are you going you going for something filling i usually i just time it wrong and so i don't i need to eat something really really fast so i'll just like throw a beyond sausage which i mean we can talk about this too that i think is the best um why are you trying to ruin your day at 1 (laughs) p.m you don't like the beyond not the breakfast sausages the like the brats you're talking about a a a mild or a hot italian bratwurst i go mild. look at me the the, the hot italian you do you do look you do look ginger leaning i wasn't going to say anything but you do it seems like you have some ginger-esque qualities beautiful head of hair on you though so every day you eat a bratwurst Mm -hmm. beyond beyond product are disgusting like i can't like I, as a as a like lifelong vegetarian yeah. who's eaten every phase of the veggie burger and veggie product yeah beyond is so bad that it sends me back to the cold case for a boca wow wow wow, wow that's wow. what it does to me feel old yet Hayes? <laughs> i don't agree on the burgers people were like oh it's made from peas and you're like okay yeah it tastes like peas <laughs> every bite i'm tasting peas so like i i buy that your pea burger tastes like peas. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, this thing's they're not lying on the packaging. But this a bag great. of bag of peas seventy nine cents in the freezer. Box of pea mm. burgers eleven ninety nine. The casing on the sausage is right. It tastes like the snap of like <laughs> the actual like innards. 
Bro, you're grossing <laughs> me the fuck out. This is not what I want to talk about. They nailed that that uh, that bovine intestinal <laughs> yes. kind bovine. of tripe snap. Sort of like natural, like condom-esque. Casing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lamb skin. Wow. Nothing feels better. That sounds... Man, you're really talking me into this. I need to hit my local Whole Foods and grab a couple cases. It cooks right. Uh, it's yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I can't recommend. Do you it boil them or are you hitting the grill? What's the What's the forum that I can check after this for how how people like feel about the Beyond products? R slash Beyond sausage. <laughs> okay. <laughs> slash mild or slash hot Italian, depending on which way you A lead. Partnership going by the time this. We there. don't look. I'm not. I didn't want to jump the gun, but just put in how long gone twenty at checkout for twenty percent off your. <laughs> You're you're beyond sausages. It might work. There's a small chance it won't work, but for most websites, if you put in how long gone, uh-huh. I don't, you know, Wayfair, IKEA, yeah, Amazon, Amazon. If you need anything in Amazon, how long gone twenty? Yeah, at checkout, it 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 should work. It should. And work. hey, is that that helps put a little do re me in our pockets. Try different <laughs> numbers. If twenty doesn't work, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. J- Jason has always had an Amazon wish list, but this is different than that. You know what I mean? So I just I want to make that clear. Don't buy that stuff. Buy general products so that I receive my half of the of the bounty. So Hayes, you you said you were listening to la- the, our most recent episode, doing a little homework. You know, I like to just like get mm-hmm. locked in. I t- I talk along with the episode <laughs> as it's happening. So like I'm, I'm like basically uh, taking swings in the batter's box. You know. You, so you're trying. You're having. You're like the fourth man. Member of the conversation, or you're talking, or you're trying to. I'm talking the over the guest. Okay, I don't even yeah. know who the guest was. Chris and I are doing a double Dutch jump rope with our guest, and you're on the sidelines, like, uh, yes, uh. Uh-huh. <laughs> just get me in there. Ooh, if I'm in there, I'm hitting dingers. Yeah. So sometimes I listen to the podcasts. You know, a lot of times your podcast over the years, and I'm like, and I think to myself, like, damn, come on, I wish I was in the stew with these guys cooking it up. Mm-hmm. Because I would have been hitting a lot more dingers than whoever you know, know me fry you have on the here or something weird for your example. Isn't that the name of an actual podcast that you had? Yeah, that's right, the stew. Okay, but the stew, but the stew was he was talking about a hot cup of water with vegetables in it. Sure. You know, not hey, is you are doing your homework. I like it. I, I go all the way back. I like <laughs> I, I I I saw. I watched a little of the uh, What's in My Bag, something I've always wanted to do. Uh-huh. The two of you got to do it. That was my my dream. I hope you didn't go too far back, though. You know what I mean? Because there's... Oh, sure. I, did you did you listen to the Them Jeans, the XX drum edit on YouTube, or did you kind of stop short of that? I did, that didn't show up on page one. Yeah, we're page one guys. I mean, you know okay. you know how it is. Yeah. You're a Hollywood yeah. cat. You know what the deal is. Oh, sure. Yeah, so, so do you feel like when you're listening to other podcasts, like, oh, I wish I was... Right, here. I was. In, I wish I was in here cooking with these guys because I would in there because yeah, I could up. be doing a better job than them. Or is that? Mm-hmm. Do you think you need to be thinking that to be a an A A plus potter? You all are like new gen, like with this format. What I want is like the old version where I'm driving, I'm listening on the way to the studio uh-huh. to that person's podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> we sit down, we have a just interminable conversation. <laughs> Someone says, <laughs> save it for the pod at some point. Of course. And that gets a huge laugh, like a, a huge laugh every time. That delivers. That delivers. And then 
the 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 afterwards that come down afterwards where you're like oh so fun that was awesome <laughs> so did you ever so did you do adam carolla or is this just a fantasy i never did god if i if i could get on carolla no i mean that's how that's how every podcast was like chris and i when we were doing tall tales way back in the day like somebody would go to your house oh yeah and you would like do like that 15 minute conversation of like oh traffic was crazy you know i got a I got, where'd you get your coffee from? Oh, it has oat milk, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it is. And then you finally sit down, you hit record. It gets, you know, it goes okay sometimes. And then you finish and then you're like, yeah. Oof. And then you have a really funny, interesting conversation for 30 minutes. And then you wait for your Uber. Yes. Cause you were building to that the whole time, but nobody heard. That's it. why Rogan and Peterson did five and a half hours yesterday. Cause you can't, yes, you gotta, you, get you gotta get there, you know? And I don't, yeah. the long form podcasting is one of the most cursed trends of all time. <laughs> Listening to a, fi- who, why? Because who the fuck wants to listen to five? That's insane. It's so boring. You don't have to, you don't have to sit there in a, in an empty room with headphones on and just listen you you can parcel it out throughout your day i'm aware of how podcasts work and how people listen to them i'm just saying to well, you but I, you, your app has the pause button and you could it'll hold that spot you know first of all you know i don't listen to podcasts i think it's boring but i think that the i think i think that the yeah the, the that style of podcasting i just don't fully get it and i don't know if i believe that at hour three you really hit your stride that seems to be laborious to me. It has really just like shown, I think, the pointlessness of making like TV or things that cost any money at all. <laughs> because if people will consume that, like that much, just like, we only have so many like yeah, content yeah, yeah, minutes yeah. in our lives. That's how I look. That's how I look at my life. Not <laughs> yeah. Not what could I? How many content minutes do I have <laughs> until I die? Is. Until I die? Not how many breaths do I have in no, my lungs? No. And so if you're cashing in <laughs> literally hundreds of content minutes on one episode <laughs> of the show that comes out like. Every other day, we don't. Yeah. What now? You, now you want to spend like three million dollars on an episode of television? Why? Just do this instead. Yeah, like like so. Like Aziz just put out a stand-up special that was less than thirty minutes. Yes. You know how much money you're in the biz? How much money do you think it cost? All you know, produce it, the flights, directing, post-production, marketing budget, the whole thing. You know, I so I know Aziz. He walked me through a lot of the financials. <laughs> Hey, come over and look at the P and L with me. Wear a beanie. Wear a beanie if you can don't. Can we mind. do a, Can we share the screen so we can all be on the Google pages? I was hoping we'd crack the books on this. That we, I mean, we show on our on our Patreon that the numbers right out. Same there. idea. Same idea. Can I give you another lifestyle recommendation? What I'm sipping on right now? Sure. What are you sipping on? This is a this a hopped tea beverage. Have you tried any of these yet? There's a lot of them out there. That shit. That is. That's the most twee ass. That looks like Zoe Deschanel designed the packaging. It tastes like it too. (laughs) It's like a morning beer sort of that you can have that has no alcohol, but it tastes the 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 great taste of beer. That's the whitest thing I've ever seen in my life. You're drinking a, a chamomile mint tea IPA. In a can, yeah. What what kind of hops are flavoring the Citra Classic? You've had the you've had the fizzy hoppy tea from Go Get 'Em Tiger, I assume. Lo- I do love that, that, that drink. That, I do love that. That was drink. kind of the the hop tea that started it all, right? Yeah, I read. Well, they, and they have there's G and B downtown in Grand Central Market, which is also them where they have the fizzy hoppy tea. Oh, we're we're for, we're for, we're familiar with that. So you must read the article. Where they were like, this is the best latte in America. Yep. At this place, oh, yeah. in the same paper that profiled. The two of you, 
famously. New York Times. Yeah. Well, they're liars. They're liars over there. They also said Biden was going to help. You know what I mean? So I don't know if you can trust them. <laughs> Biden's going to help? I don't know. I can't trust those guys. I can't trust those guys in the New York Times. It's fine. The latte's fine. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good latte. Where's your? What's your favorite latte, bro? I, 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 I like this is the whole thing. I don't think any distinguish themselves that mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. as that good. You know? Agreed. All, Agreed. Basically. Agreed. The same. The concept. Is but you, Hayes, you're more of a Scotch man, though. You can distinguish your favorites for that, right? I can't. Yeah, I, that's something. Jason, and I talked about this. This happened over the pandemic. I got really into dark liquor. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that, we call that in the How Long Gone universe sipping brown. Uh, does your does your wife still love you, or did it is it going fine? <laughs> My wife. <laughs> For listeners at home, Hayes is crying. She was p- picking up a glass that it had been in, and she just like smelled the glass, and she was like, "What is this? <laughs> so disgusting." So she's not she's not a PD chick, is what you're saying? No, she she's into. Just raw mezcal, like from a from a plastic jug that she kind of yes. s- like smuggled in from the Oaxacan land, home distilled mezcal. You guys are fucking no, freaks, man! Damn, you guys are drunkest. You guys are drunkest. She fuck. doesn't do any of that stuff. It's just me. <laughs> well, I, you know, I watch Scotch is interesting because I watch a lot of um, TV shows that Jason doesn't like, but they feature mm-hmm. usually like lawyers or rich people, and they always at the end of the day, not Succession, at the end of the day. You know, they'll have a, just a scotch neat yeah. with their partner or fellow lawyer, you know, maybe the chief of police. <laughs> Not from a bottle, just from one of those like crystal decanters. It's a Baccarat decanter with, with a brown liquid in it. But it just seems like that shit gets you twisted, right? Like, can you have how many? Yeah, you, by the end of the conversation, they should be a little fucked up. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So if you pour, if you pour yourself, if you pour yourself a nice scotch, Mm-hmm. How do you feel after loose? Are you feeling like I shouldn't? I shouldn't drive the Tesla. I shouldn't even let the Tesla drive itself. I got to tell you this: now that I'm intermittent fasting, it's it's starting to hit again. <laughs> the stomach is as empty under this program. Yes, it's going straight through the lining. Well, I think what that what on the TV show what they're trying to show is like these guys are or gals are hardened drinkers. Their their yes. job is so mentally and emotionally taxing that. That's just to go to zero. That's just to level out. So they clearly drink half a bottle of scotch every day, and it doesn't do anything to them. But the, the, in those shows, they always go like zero to a hundred, where like either it's that scene where like it's not affecting them at all, or they're like falling over mm-hmm. drunk. They've There's wrecked. They've the wrecked the car. They've wrecked. Yeah, exactly. Do you have now? Do you are you just on Drizzly dot com running the checkup, or are you going to <laughs> a local purveyor? I used to a couple times. I did Drizzly. Um, there's one. <laughs> there's a good in L A. Sort of an understated liquor store. Oh, okay, we'll see about that. The sign just says Market. It's at like Glendale, where you come off the the like two onto Glendale Boulevard, not Glendale the city. Thank God. Uh, in like Echo Park, sort of north of the um, the Burger King. <laughs> so, but you're saying this this place this place has a nice selection of imported brown liquors that huge. Okay. The the, the guys there are very nice. I've been able to experiment with different smoke uh, quantity. There's like a metric for that. I think I got into this a little bit. You, okay. So have you uh, have you been invited yet to like kind of go in the back and and kind of crack open a Cuban with the fellas and, and really do some... Mm-hmm. The day that they tell us, like, 
guys, let's uh, get this. The pandemic is completely over. Hayes, Hayes, welcome to the How Long Gone family. Yeah. <laughs> Once COVID is cure and the world goes from unprecedented back to precedented. That's yes, when you're going in the back. You have a you have a Cuban ready to go. I will be. You're gonna chief the back. You're gonna room. chief that thing. Yes. You know right. how to smoke a cigar, boy? No. You sure you can handle all that stick? I don't think I can. <laughs> you can handle all that stick. I watched Jason. Uh, I watched drunk mushroom high Jason smoke a cigar down to the nub on new year's eve wow and i was like does he fast i was like does he even know he's doing this or is he just so twisted that he's just like hanging on to it yeah and jason did you feel like you had sucked an exhaust pipe the next day or did you feel okay no i don't inhale i mean (laughs) because i i I mean i was on mushrooms i was blackout drunk it was new year's eve i'm smoking a cigar like four in the morning so like any number of things are gonna. I, I felt awful. It, was it the one cigar or the nineteen cigarettes I smoked? Great, and inhaled, great right point. Now? Great point. Is there a, a like a conversion chart for like how many cigarettes is a cigar? Three hundred fifty, depending on how long that stick is. It's that's three hundred and fifty <laughs> cigarettes. Wow. That's that's something we should. That's something we could maybe create like a nice little chart that people could mm-hmm. download. There's a lot of variables in play because I like to do an eighty twenty split to inhale versus not inhale with the cigar you're not supposed to inhale the cigar but i'll, I'll inhale it in the mouth blow out 80 percent into the air and then 20 goes back in just for daddy do you have a cutter that you is like within arm's length right now could you just reach out and grab just hold up a cutter to the camera <laughs> i don't own any cigars or i don't have a i don't have a torch shout out to our boy davide our we have an italian friend who enjoys the finer things in life in a way that i i don't have you might call him a cigar aficionado oh wow Mm -hmm. like piven piven style exactly he's he's (laughs) he's similar to the pivot is hey give me a lloyd give me a piven style lloyd (laughs) that i and and i know what that means but i (laughs) do you i never heard it i've actually never heard him say lloyd but i know who lloyd is I can picture the actor. You wait. So you don't watch Entourage, or you didn't watch? Uh, I was working on a TV show where we all spent the the finale of that show. I think was like twenty one minutes long. Twenty one minutes. A little time at work. It was really <laughs> short. I remember being like, right, "That's it. That's the finale. It's it's HBO. They could do the full half hour. Why is this so short?" <laughs> Jason, do you was the was the finale like a a. a, a controversial like it was like a bad finale i don't remember i don't think so i don't even remember there were just people at work that were like entourage ended last night i haven't watched it should we all watch it together and that's the only you you were working on tv that long ago Mm, oh yeah damn bro how old are you 35 oh you're just advanced damn this man was in this man was in the writer's room saying i want more gummy worms when he was 22 yeah (laughs) shit man this was like 2011. When did, yeah, 11, 12? That's when honor. Yeah, was. yeah, that's true. I guess I think of it more as like a 2002 thing because of the look of it. Oh, sure. But it was a little, it was a little later in the, in the scheme of things, I guess. And they had long hiatus. They had to really get in the lab on, the, on that <laughs> show before they were ready to come back. Lloyd! Yeah. That's kind of how he does it. And then Lloyd, wherever he is in the world, comes scurrying into that room. Okay. I've been looking for a new show, maybe the, the the complete entourage. Don't say do not say you're looking for a new show. You said <laughs> I've been I've been looking for a new where like I've I miss all my shows. You sound like two groups of parents getting show. together for a coffee in Highland Park 
trying to make conversation while their dogs wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just destroyed Yellow Jackets, so I'm looking for a new show right now. Bro, wait. <laughs> How do you so how do you deal with working in TV when it's you stop doing so it. obnoxious? You I I don't I don't really I don't really do it anymore. So you don't do it anymore, but if you got a call, if you're in the bullpen and, and they call Oh, I'm you. getting calls. If I got a call? Oh. No, I'm just <laughs> How would I deal with, with what with what aspect of it being so annoying? Because TV is hell, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Like the pace in which it, and I like it, but the pace in which it moves, the absolutely <laughs> yes. insane frothing discussion about things all the time. Yes, and I just and don't, don't forget, like, like you're stationary the whole time. Like you, as like a physical body, are just like melting into a chair. Exactly, the entire process. As a writer, you don't <laughs> of move ever. Some weight gain involved in that job, and I don't like that one bit. No. Should be illegal. Did you put? Did you pack on some pounds when you were in the room? Be honest. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> My first job, you like, you just have to learn like a weird dis. My first job, I hit two bills, easy. <laughs> uh, and this was again, I was like twenty two. Twenty two. You hit two bills. You didn't even know you can go protein style at Paquito Moss. So that was a lot of extra kind of carb. <laughs> Not Paquito Moss. That was a very popular <laughs> lunch destination. Uh, you got to find your um, your north star in the room, which is someone else who you're like. This person is like figured out like what is okay to eat and not. I would just go like I would write same as blank or whatever on the on, on okay when they pass around the menu. <laughs> that's very smart. so you would that's, you would walk in smart. with like a jack in a box breakfast and be like oh and then you quickly put it back in your bag. Yeah. Read you read the room. It's and I gotta say it's worse now. I did like consulting on a Zoom room last year. Brutal, mm-hmm. absolutely brutal. Oof. It's this, but like talk, a lot more silence, and it's fourteen hours <laughs> long, and, and it's every day. I don't know. Look, I don't know what the going rate is. I would talk to our agent, but it seems like there's not enough money in the world for me to do a Zoom room. That sounds rough. Yeah. My wife is in one. My wife is a writer, and she's in one right now. You see this pull-up bar behind me? Yeah. Her back has gotten so destroyed by just, like, sitting in the, the her Zoom room chair all day that she'll just come in and sort of, like, just dangle from that. Yeah. Doesn't do pull-ups. You're supposed to just, like, hang there. So she just looks like the Blair Witch has, like, made her face the corner. We we hang. Yeah. You... Okay. Yeah. I hang. Who am I talking to? This right here, that's my that's my pull-up bar outside, and I, I also do a little dead... It's called a dead hang. Yeah. Dead it feels hang. great. It's really good for tennis elbow and, and also wow. shoulder mobility. Okay. And it's good for short kings. You'll add an inch on, depending on how long you can hang. That's why Rogan does it. He'll go 5'4 five, to 5'5, five, five, two minutes. I don't like the noise it makes when I like start to try. It's it's warning me not to try. <laughs> oh, yeah. The one, the pull-up bar that hangs on the doorway, I'm always like so afraid to ever try it. Really I don't dangerous. trust it. It's not even the pull-up bar. It's like the you have to. The house also has to be yeah. structurally uh, have integrity. Yeah. Where, what kind of room? Where are you right now? Is this your is this your back house where you get to ideate? This is the downstairs unit <laughs> where we're doing a gut reno fellas got right now and so this this is a rental 
it's two kind of we're in like a little duplex damn jason do you hear the, what i hear what I, the, the context you know i'm reading through what he's saying mm-hmm. and it sounds like he's saying podcasting can make you rich is that is that what you're kind of the context clues you're getting yeah well i mean it makes you a gentrifier but part of that comes with wealth <laughs> You know, I don't even want to know the poor family that you kicked out of the, the, of this rental. To, to <laughs> this s- was their pull up bar. There was this yoked <laughs> family. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't. That's that's great. I mean, I think that that's a good use of your time uh, during the uh, continuing COVID nineteen pandemic. Because you're going to need to kind of yes. be in better shape once you are eventually displaced oh, and kind yeah. of unhoused. So, you know, yeah. the streets out there. To fight the sheriff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to fight the sheriff. <laughs> Let's not joke about that, though. That's not funny. I'm not decorating this or anything. I'm not getting committed to it. Sure. You you left the you left the platinum plaques at the, at the other house. They're kind of under a blanket so they don't get dusty. That's right. You brought the sauna, though. Did you get your sauna? No, it's pushed. Late Feb. Oh, supply chain. I was going to say, I saw somebody on the Union Pacific Railroad stealing a sauna out of no. the... Yes, yes. No, bro. That was your sauna. Oh, my God. Because my damn, tracking damn. said it was delayed. That's probably what it was. Have you have you been down to those tracks and seen them? I, it's, you can't. I mean, it's, firsthand. I think it's pretty hard to just go. No, you're not. Oh, so you never did graffiti, I guess. Pussy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do bridges. I like rappel down like the side of a a bridge. Oh, I see. You're more of a you're more of a bouldering guy. I see your approach. I haven't been down there. I was reading about it. The trains are like a mile long. Yeah. Now, so it's like very hard mm-hmm. to. And they did like they extended the length of the trains, and then it's like, oh yeah, okay, well that makes sense. It's like the like the big boat in the Suez Canal. You know, mm-hmm. it, yeah, that thing that a mile long train. It's just. If you're at the front of the train and you see, you know, a guy breaking into, you know, car number 1048, you're like, yeah, by hey, the time buddy. you're back there, <laughs> yeah. cut that out, Buster. Yeah, but you, you have like a telescope and you're like, I think I see a guy breaking in at the end of our train. I've heard, I've heard guys, all joking aside, this is not good for me as an Amazon power user, but I've heard that the, the train guys are like, you know what? We ain't stopping in there anymore. Like we're all we're all set. What, what does that mean? They're just you have to stop the train at some point, don't you? It's gonna crash. They're just gonna they're gonna just drive straight through and throw your stuff off the off the. Side. Uh, yeah, they're not gonna <laughs> stop. They're got they're, they're not gonna stop at the Union Pacific Station, Jason. Mm. They're, of course, the train will eventually stop. That's not good for me in Glendale because I'm right by the tracks. Are you? I'm I'm close. I hear him at night. I can hear it too. On the other, think of the two of us listening to the same train every night. I'm hard as a rock. Let me just quote one of my favorite bands. When a train goes by, it's such a sad sound. You know what I mean? And that's why Jason's so depressed. It's very forlorn. Is that Morrissey? Of course, bro. Come on. Who else would say something that ridiculous? All aboard. That's what they say. So maybe this is like... Airplane horn. So this, (laughs) it was getting a lot of press that the train... For our listeners at home who don't know, there's a train stop in downtown L.A., where all the freight trains are coming, Amazon deliveries are being stolen by uh, mm-hmm. railroad pirates who are going in and just stealing shit. UPS as well. And maybe it's a psyop to kind of push forward the Amazon drone delivery system. What do you guys think about that? I love that theory. <laughs> okay. It, the weird thing I, I learned from this that there's like Union Pacific, they're like train cops. Mm-hmm. They're like special train cops. Mm-hmm. And I guess they cut their their security budget so now it's I, like, well, I, I was big on the front lines of defund the union pacific 
police. I don't. Need, I just. I just don't even like to hear the word union. <laughs> oh, so okay. That's kind of where I. That's kind of where I stop. Yeah. I kind of check out when you guys start talking about that. Yes. Right to work Pacific. It should be. It should be <laughs> exactly. Yes. And then the the train police were like, "You want to defund us? Fine. Good luck getting your uh, three foot." surge protector <laughs> yeah, for, yeah i mean it's this is the blame covid situation is i'm i'm waiting for it to reach the absolute tipping point like adele saying her shit got delayed because of covid and then it coming out that she like was just screaming and yelling at the at the set designer and they couldn't agree on the set for the show i we need more things like that to happen so people can stop blaming like I killed my uncle because of COVID. Yeah, the 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 tipping point of like where you can no longer use as an excuse yeah. COVID as an excuse for anything. I've, I've worn that out. <laughs> I do. I like. I, I and I don't ever want it to go away. I always want that in my in my back pocket to be able to lean on. Are you a guy who do you not do you cancel plans? Are you one of those guys? Oh, I've I, I've done it. <laughs> you want to hear another lifestyle choice, like a an improvement. Yeah, you got it. I got as a joke gift for some friends something that I actually do use now, which is uh, this herbal snuff. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> tobacco-free, nicotine-free, Smoky Mountain brand. This is straight flavor. What are you getting from that? If it's first of all, I like that it's straight flavor. I'm not with that gay flavor stuff. <laughs> that's that's weird shit. So you're telling me that this is. <laughs> This is a product you put into your lip and you spit it out like like you di- pack it in dip, <laughs> dip style or snooze. It does emit juice just like the real thing, <laughs> bro. So so are you are you so you're you can confirm that it, it it's squirting. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you gotta have to sort of learn how to tame it, <laughs> and like that the first experience you're like oh this is too much too too much juice. <laughs> uh, but yeah, once once you get a handle on it, I just like. I missed. I was like scared to do it when I like played JV baseball on the bus. Where are you from? Where are you from? Outside Boston. I didn't know Boston. I, this feels like some southern shit to me. But I guess baseball. Boston snuff country too. Late high school, there was like a movement where like all the kids in my high school got really into Kenny Chesney specifically. Uh, like he would come do show in like these like country festivals. This was around the time of like mm-hmm. Toby Keith, Alan Jackson. Like that's what kids mm-hmm. were listening to. Boston music, you know? Yeah. And so it might have been just like part of that. That, that that's what right. Was. There's a little Confederate influence heading up into yeah. the Union strongholds, mm-hmm. bringing their dip and chew with them. Yeah. They have the same mm-hmm. thing as like. <laughs> Like those artists, I think, deal with the same thing that the Dropkick Murphys do, which is like they'll be doing shipping up to Boston or whatever. And then like an actual Nazi will run up on stage and they'll be like, no, that's not too far. (laughs) That's not what we meant. We just wear Fred Perry, bro. It's relaxed. It's not that real for us, man. Damn. Lay off. That is absolutely twisted that you do that. Like, I want you to know that. And I get to do I get to do this now. I'll hold it right up to the mic. Oh, <laughs> disgusting. That they were that the kids would do on the bus where you uh, you you pack it. Do you did you ever did you smoke cigs? Are you trying yeah. to like stop something or is this just something you picked up? OK, this is no. just <laughs> That's what it's for. One of my friends I gave it to was like, uh, he's going to pick up uh, Dip again for this reason. This reminds him of how much he likes it. He's like, I need the real stuff. I need the real stuff. So now he's going to get back into it. So some people have to quit 
nicotine and he just simply forgot about it and you reminded him the door opens both ways can i ask you can i ask you how much one ten of this costs it's remarkably cheap <laughs> well i actually i don't know what like a normal one is but i think it's like three bucks no but i'm saying where do you even find this like gentrified dip they have it at all the lassens um the branding is the same they're like very intent on like this is for real southern men uh you know they're Thank in the you. duck trap or whatever <laughs> like all over the west this ain't no foo-foo shit yes uh and yeah you just get you can get a variety pack they have grape oh grape. they got uh grape. what the fuck bro Gra- i gotta say hayes it seems like you're living you're living in like a a very different but very similar parallel universe like for me it's like i drink coffee smoke cigarette have a uh, martini yeah and then you're doing the same things but just like a Each little specific is just slightly off just a little different you're like I'm, in, I'm i'm drinking my hoppy tea instead of coffee <laughs> and instead of having a cigarette or a jewel i'm having a yeah. a synthetic you know nicotine free snuff mm-hmm. chew and then you're having a but then the scotch is where it really kind of yeah, weird comes pulls all together they have straight flavor and classic i don't they, they and they do taste very different i don't know what really distinguishes <laughs> do you do this do, what do you spit it in a pepsi bottle or you got something cooler uh, usually these are nice mugs that my wife got <laughs> this is usually what's it would be pretty cool if you around. had like a if you were a real LA guy and I pull up next to you in the car and you're in the Tesla and you're spitting into like a clean canteen. Yes. Like a nice one of your branded like a, <laughs> a nice Nalgene for your for your dip yes. disposal mm-hmm. would be very cool. That's that's something to think we about. We graduated from the Sierra Mist from 2017. <laughs> yeah, but I also yeah. I like that your wife is like smelling the the glass of scotch and she's like, "What is this?" But then the uh the Heath Ceramics yeah. coffee mug full of spit <laughs> chew that's just fine. She doesn't really recognize me anymore. And like, what's weird is we just we've been together <laughs> the whole time during this pandemic that I've like something weird has uh-huh. happened to me, and she's just been present for it, but not really able to understand it. She's letting you cook, doing your little thing. Hopefully, it works out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it sounds like this stuff is probably going to stick with you. I hate to be the one to tell you that it, it lasts a pretty long time. I don't pack a huge lip. So, i've got like of, of the the two variety packs i got like they are the last i've i've been going through this this can for like i forgot that i forgot that that was the term it's so good okay well it's you so know good. sometimes hayes you brought you brought something up sometimes on this podcast we've talked about being uh a victim of roland cole have you heard of that yeah Tell the audience just in case that they, you know, that they are caught up. Like if you're driving around in like maybe a hybrid car, an electric car, yes, you know, a Prius, a Tesla, whatever. I've I've driven both many a times through SoCal, and then a person in a big diesel truck sees you having a health conscious, you know, eco conscious vehicle, mm-hmm. and then floors it with a cloud of black diesel smoke. Yeah. So I've been the victim of of that a few times, mm-hmm. and I didn't really have anything to do except. You know, shake my fist as they drive away. Mm-hmm. But now that you have this snuff, you can kind of show that to let them know that you are an ally or a brother. That's your that's your redneck passport. Yes. It's you your redneck you passport. Flash that. Flash that. Yeah, we just like we just spit on each other's 
<laughs> cars. I drive a little farther ahead. He sees I he sees I've got the Kappa mud flaps too on my Prius. <laughs> just like he has. Or maybe on the Prius a sticker on the back, you know, lit packer on board, snuffer on board, something like that, just to let them know that you're Yeah. You know, it's like the blue lives matter. They we do a can check, we we, we flash the tin at each other. Can check. Yeah. Can, ch- can check. We went to we went to John and Vinny's on Fairfax last night with our friend Nick and we parked my car next to the we came out and we were parked next to this truck that was just so big yeah had the biggest rims jason i had to back the car out for jason to get in because the the truck was taking up so much space it was crossing the line i'm six nine and the the bed of the truck was like eye level with me and brother this thing was stock wow and i made a joke i was like this car is probably a hundred thousand dollars i think so but i think that's realistic i just googled it the 2021 shelby f-150 starting price one hundred and seven thousand, and uh 115 for the supercharged version and you got to get the i mean if you are you broke that's the crowd that's john and vinny's though you know that's why I don't go to John and Benny's. But yeah, it was it was a truck that like it was an inanimate object that intimidated me. Yeah, and it was it was a strange thing because I grew up around big old trucks, brother. Speaking of going to restaurants with this lifestyle choice, <laughs> the sign says no smoking. Okay, <laughs> that's what it says. Mm. They try to get you on this. You just point to the sign, and there's even a visual of, of the thing that you're not allowed to use. They make it very clear. Yes, you you've never Hayes. I don't believe that you've ever ever lipped in a restaurant. I've I've definitely had some stuck in my teeth <laughs> when I. <laughs> Well, you, you finish, you finish your like sweet, you finish your sweet green salad. You're like, is this a sunflower seed <laughs> yeah. or is this synthetic <laughs> yeah. dip? I can't tell. Honey, you have a little za'atar breadcrumb in your teeth, and then you do a little. <laughs> that's when you do a wink to the camera. <laughs> They'll never know. Yeah, that's what you think. Hey, I want to talk about um, live podcasting. We've Let's we've go. done it. We did we did a live podcast tour last year. Yeah, and I know that you guys have done um, a live podcast uh, a bunch of times, probably over the years. What venues are we talking about for your tour? Which ones did we do? Yes, we did. We did kind of classic indie rock Bowery Ballroom, yes. Lodge Room, Shoebiz we did in Bell Chicago. House, about the same size, five hundred standing. <laughs> no big deal. You fucking, you fucking podcasters love Bell House. I don't. I don't they want love us. I don't want our <laughs> listeners. I don't want our listeners to have to go to Brooklyn. I, I like to assume that our listeners live in Manhattan, uh-huh. and they don't. They don't want to do that. It would, or it would, especially if you're coming from Connecticut, you know. Exactly. Yeah, it's a little bit closer. But my question is, like your your specific brand of podcasting, how does that translate live? Because we found, you know, you guys have probably done. You know, you have a comedic background. Maybe you've dabbled in stand up or improv. So you no, have no. Okay, good, good. <laughs> but um, for us, it was just like, all right, the our tour starts. Yeah. Never done this before. Let's see what happens. So it was a real, you know, jumping in the deep end. So I want to know, like, did did your style of podcast work out well? And did you have to alter it? Do you have to do something different for a live show? Uh, we've had good ones. We've had good shows. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. We had our tours. I think we only did one tour. It was great. We did like a Pacific Northwest tour. Mm-hmm. The one place where we completely ate shit was Comic Con. <laughs> <laughs> we it's become among like some listeners kind of a legendary episode for how awful it was oh so you re- see the key is to not release these that we didn't we recorded yeah. one and had to put it out because of scheduling issues but the whole plan was like 
if you pay 25 bucks, you get to see this. And if you didn't, you don't. I instantly regretted uploading the live episode. It was like taking your shirt off in public and everyone's like, oh. We did it with a commentary track. Oh, that's so nice. So we put out the live show <laughs> and then we would cut in and like talk about that's smart. That's smart. That's smart. what had just happened and like how scared we were. <laughs> but yeah, that audience, like a tough crowd. Why were you doing And this is why were you doing Comic Con? We were invited by maybe you've heard of Team Coco <laughs> to be on the Team Coco stage. I thought maybe like, you know, Superman himself asked you to be there, but I didn't know that team coco had a stage it was an audience that had shown up to get like an exclusive funko pop (laughs) and and they have to like sit through (laughs) a four-hour show that they hate did you have who was your guest for this uh moshe kasher yeah he's good you know him he'd be great on this show he would he would i see him and his whole family natasha walking around Silver Lake. Some other uh, displacing gentrifiers. Those guys are big in the real They've estate They've been here. Game. They've been here. They're, 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 first, they're first wave, if, if, if that's what they are. Well, you know, Comic-Con's in San Diego, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That could have been your problem. You think that was the problem? <laughs> well, I think your performance was the problem, but I think that San sure. Diego... I think San Diego... Because we found that in certain cities, the crowd, even though they paid to be there and were buying merch... They just weren't picking up what we were putting down. We are not a San Diego show. We're not a flat brim show. <laughs> we're not a Rivka <laughs> brand <laughs> project. Don't come for Rivka. Those guys are like 40% of my personal income. You have a Rivka partnership? It's called Ruka, and if you're into fighting... It is Ruka? God. It's Ruka. Don't act like you haven't lived in Southern California long enough to know how to pronounce that. I had. I honestly didn't know. It looks like a V. It is a V. Hey, come on. Hey, where do you um, where do you do jujitsu at? Where's your spot? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's wearing Ruka underwear right now. He doesn't even know how to pronounce it. That's crazy. What color is your gi? It's so embarrassing. I can't believe I came on this show and I pronounced it Rivka. <laughs> you fucked up, pussy. Yeah, you done <laughs> fucked up. You're, you're going to die on that hill. You're going to die on that hill. Um, also, another, another thing about your podcast and a lot of podcasts, it's a trend that I noticed that something that we don't have, which is like a producer oh, yeah. kind of lackey person on the show that becomes the punching bag for so many different podcasts. Your podcast does it, you know, Tim Dillon, you know, zillions yeah. of podcasts has like the guy that we make fun of. Just a human crutch. Just when you get yeah, like, a human the, crutch. like you've done hundreds of episodes and you're so lazy and this person is just there to <laughs> fill content minutes. Hey, man. you're uh you're fat, right? Yeah, How's yeah, that going? Right? <laughs> you don't make as much money as us and we work harder. What's that like? So yes. do you think I, I feel like that it was a thing that happened a lot? you know early pod days and then yeah it's sort of kind of going by the wayside as you know we become more woke cultured and yeah and more sensitive to that thing do you think that you have personally made fun of your producer less over time have you gotten a little soft are you going or are you still kind of really hammering it in i i, I think it's that the stuff we say about him changes flavors with the times it used to be that we made fun of him for being like a sex maniac and we would like make stuff up about uh, his like his personal habits. <laughs> and then it was that he's okay. like he comes from like a very wealthy family. <laughs> and, and just like we adapt like the 
you know, we still use him just Smart. to fill time. No, it's good. Because a, a lot of comedians and podcasters will complain like, oh, I can't say anything because of cancel culture and woke this, woke that. And, you know, I've always thought you just, you just have to work harder, just pivot. The game is still yeah. playable. You just have to figure out a new way to do it. And that's yes, what you guys have been doing. Exactly. You just, we like, you, we just have to, you have to be able to pivot. And with him, he is a very funny, smart, handsome guy. And so it's not like we're punching up. Okay, and he does come from a wealthy background, so he's having the last laugh. Uh, yeah, we don't get we, like you know. I've never asked him for real about his like personal life or anything, but just like, <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I like to hear. I like to hear this though because I, Jason's the producer of the show, yeah. so I guess I should be even more mean to him when the opportunity arises to kind of. Mm-hmm. So we can kind of check that box on this yeah. show. Yeah, I'm, I'm having to shoulder a lot as a host mm. and the punching bag producer at the same time. Luckily, I'm built for it. Mm, big shoulders. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, you'll get there. What episode are we on? 294? Because you're doing three a week? Three a week, baby. Okay. Yeah, it's not. It's more than, uh, I'd say, the number of weeks than the number of episodes. Okay, interesting. When it, when it starts to really uh, just erode... <laughs> your physical and mental health okay okay <laughs> and so then yeah there will be time and you know bringing a producer in to play that role is is life extending it's self-care i do this for me uh it, it's it's wellness <laughs> we're anti we're anti self-care that's jason it, it it jason likes the calluses that it builds up when mm-hmm. i say that he is poor yeah or unathletic yeah uh, part of my kind of psychological self-harm credo and ideology that i have not only do I like it, I, I kind of like it a little too much, you know? I would say I recommend mm-hmm. to everyone... Stiff as a board. Hire a producer. I don't care what your job is. <laughs> Field is. Hire okay. a producer to just be just to be present for you to, like, deflect attention onto. No matter what the job is. Yes, that's wellness. That's wellness. Well, I think, I think that we, our show has also evolved over time, uh, you know, how... Chris has maybe used me as a punching bag. I think the future the future is interesting. So interesting. At some point, I will maybe start using him as a punching bag. Who's to say? Chris, is that something that would ever happen? That's equity. This is your, equity. your body shots <laughs> to this frame. I won't budge. Let me mm-hmm. let me put it that way. Let me put in some words that you'll understand. Look, my grappling, my floor game compared to your pounding. Not to use a Rivka term. Because you sleep on the floor in a pallet in the guest room, I think your floor game is pretty <laughs> is pretty good. But I think that, Chris, I have a nicer bed than you. Come on, bro. I that's I don't need sleep. I don't care about comfort. And I know how to say fret sheets, not frette. <laughs> You're so unworldly. Yeah, I got fret. You can't take you can take the the boy out of the country, but not the country out of the boy. Can't that's you? true. I mean, I'm learning that Boston and, and uh, is a southern city, which I, I'd always assumed before, but Hayes' Hayes's habits are feeling so Southern to me that I feel like we have a kinship. I did. I lived in, in Texas from like second to seventh grade. Okay. And then when I came back to Boston, I'd grown up in Boston like, and went back afterwards. And people for like a second were like, oh, that's like fucking Texas. Like, that's awesome. And that was like my personality for a minute. <laughs> and then they were like... Oh, so it's but like you're you yourself are not cool. Like we don't want to like <laughs> Texas is cool. <laughs> Hang out with what you. city? What's what city in Texas were you living in? 
Austin, man. Keeping it weird. Slacker. Link later. Slacker. Like Austin stories. So you're in the second grade and you were checking out all these Link later films and stuff. Yes. You were at keeping- the Alamo Draft House, just hanging out. <laughs> yes, I was like keeping Austin weird, like from the beginning. Did your dad? Was your dad the CEO of Dell, or like why did you guys move there? Dell. <laughs> so to dell bro you could see that's the only reason why people go to austin is if they work at dell my dad was a professor at ut hook him yeah and he uh, ricky williams came to speak at my uh middle school the ricky williams the ricky williams what was he on yes. his heisman season this was when he was like for he hadn't discovered he hadn't become enlightened yet at that point oh. i don't think he <laughs> i don't think he'd sampled God's green herb at that point. Isn't that wild? <laughs> yes. That the thing with him at that time was like, this guy smokes weed. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to lose it all. But Dell, you would be driving up Mopac or something. I forget exactly what it was. And mm. people, I don't know if this was just like an urban legend, but my dad would always be like, that's Michael Dell's house. Okay. And there was this gigantic mansion just like looking over the highway that everyone which it was like Mr. Potter's house or whatever. <laughs> it's a wonderful life. The whole town could see like the one Michael Dell's house, the shadow it cast over the entire city. Yes. Was profound. And these were like Dell heyday too. I mean, like everybody mm-hmm. was rocking a Dell. I just wish I, I had a last name that I could brand. Black is too. I can't do it. You can't. Like I, Black computers wouldn't fly. No, you know, you no. know what I mean. It, it just wouldn't fly, and I, I don't. I, well, there's a BlackBerry, Chris. Yeah, I know, but that I mean, no longer. You know what I mean? Maybe that was part of the downfall. Hey, let's try this on for size. When we were having dinner last night at John and Vinny's, yeah, Chris reminded me of a good fun fact about himself that his name was originally. Instead of being Chris Black, it was originally going to be Lamar Black. This is a plan. The plan was in place. You're saying you're, uh-huh. your parents were going to name you Lamar Black. My dad <laughs> and my accountant, uh, okay. he, he's both. Accountant first, father second. Gary Lamar. Gary Lamar Black and Associates, uh, if you guys need me. You know. <laughs> it's tax season, so just let me know. But Promo wow. code, how long gone at checkout? <laughs> yeah, how long gone 20 at checkout? And give a shout out to IRS as well. Those guys were We on. love the IRS. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, but he, yeah, so he's... Um, so Lamar is his middle name, and I think that he thought it would be funny to name me Lamar, and my mom, of course, shot him down, opened her Bible, and picked a name out of there like a good Southern woman. Naming naming your child, quote, because it would be funny is, is a wild thing for your pretty mild-mannered accountant dad. So even at the time, they were like, this this will be... This will be a who. He'll love this kid. Will love this. <laughs> it's not like your dad is like Chris Farley or like a real kind of jokester no, guy. He like he, it's 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 two things though. It's actually his middle name, so it's like a family name. So you can pass. Sure. He can pass it off as that, but then also get a little chuckle every time he's scolding my ass because he's saying that you know it's funny. So these dads, they like they, they like they they like just dropping that middle name on you yes they troll they want to troll yeah they want to troll dads be trolling you guys grew up with the dad great awesome so (laughs) hayes you have a very white name hayes davenport you know that's a Mm -hmm. you know it's a country club kind of name chris black he's a very white guy but him having the name lamar black the juxtaposition it would be incredible it would be incredible it would be it would be Mm, like they're like oh i have a 1 p.m meeting with lamar black and then you look up from your calendar and you see Chris and you go, what? Yeah, it's better than what... I mean, I'm dealing with the opposite where people hear like, you're, uh, Hayes Davenport's coming in today and then I come in and they're like, yep, 
All right. <laughs> exactly. They exactly see you and then the, the flower on their desk goes, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because you're not wearing a sports coat with a pocket square. He's a little shorter than we thought, but that's fine. Davenport Hayes. <laughs> well, when I, you know, we were looking you up because, you know, I'm familiar with your work to an extent, but I wasn't familiar with your work at Harvard University. So I think that that is also. I, I put in some real work there. <laughs> yeah. Some of my proudest work. It's a very cool thing. Women go there. Is that what you're saying? There are women there? Uh, it's called Radcliffe, technically, but like, yeah, it's the same. He was putting in work. No, they did. So this is the weirdest thing. They did actually go to a different, technically a different college called Radcliffe College until like, I want to say like 1971 or something like that. It was That's back when Conan was running the, uh, yes. the Lampoon. Yeah. Okay. That was Conan's big thing back then. He was like, we got to get, we got to get the, the ladies in here. Fellow poon hound Conan O'Brien. Yeah, I hope your relationship with Conan is strictly based on on your Harvard relationship and has nothing to do with comedy. Is that is that how you got the Comic Con gig? Everything I've gotten is from Conan personally. <laughs> when I came, when I flew into John Wayne Airport when I first moved to L.A., he was waiting on the gangway. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the brother his dad called your dad you know how this stuff works yes. you know he hands you works. your equinox you know? membership card and you go hey what took you so long coco when i first like visited out here when i was in college uh i met greg daniels through something the creator mm-hmm. of the office mm-hmm. who was also who was conan's roommate and they were he was also on the limp to be a fly on the wall huh oh my god <laughs> <laughs> The amount, the amount of women not coming over to that apartment, I can't even imagine. Well, un, unpaid women. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on, Hayes. <laughs> there was a uh, our like fucking initiation week or whatever was coming up that like sometimes like the graduates come back mm-hmm. for this like old uh, club thing, mm-hmm. and I was like, Greg Daniels, like, are you coming back for like initiation week? And he was like. No. <laughs> Are you going to come and haze me? What if you did? Yeah, haze, haze. Yeah. You started yeah. P- bending over and pulling your trousers down for that inevitable whack. It's great for being in, in, in like a pseudo frat. It's a great name. <laughs> it really is. It I really never is. thought that. No, yeah, I never put that together. Yeah. I don't think they do it like we do it down south. They don't do waterboarding with Budweiser and stuff up there. It's a little more. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's more like time consuming it's like the game that's like the movie the game where they hunt you they they pretend to hunt you (laughs) with with is ice tea there or is this just the the regular crew was ice tea in the in in the movie the game i think so it's a good question i believe he was the i believe he was you're not saying he was the ringmaster it's totally possible i could be wrong jason knows i'm not a cinephile but i believe no there's a movie called surviving the game oh I'm starring ice t and rutger oh. hauer from 94 chris maybe you are a little bit of a cinephile after all where these rich guys these rich guys literally hunt a person that's the movie that's like that's what the, surviving the game yes that's the okay. premise that's the premise okay. which i believe is is now they just hunt big elephants and stuff which is better i think and humans yeah we don't talk about how we've made progress mm-hmm like in the society we we always complain about stuff but like back in 1994 they were <laughs> yeah. hunting people we've come a long way and we have a long way to go sure <laughs> all right Hayes. thank you for potting with us we're out of here huh doing the most dangerous game this it really is this we're the bravest among us this is content <laughs> without a net uh pleasure to be on the front lines with you fellas. We do this. We, you know, it's it's nice to punch our card with you. We do this day in and day out, and, yes, and I, I think lunch, about a, a bunch of lunch pail joes right here. <laughs> <laughs>
bunch of hard hats. I, I, hey, so now it's 1 p.m. <laughs> feeding time is open. What's uh? My wife texted me. She ordered. Uh, she got Ethiopian. I, I've not heard from which place. For lunch? For lunch. Oh, yeah. The veggie, uh, oh. the veggie no. combinations are great for lunch. We're doing delivery Ethiopian? I guess. I don't think she drove out. Got it. So. <laughs> I think <laughs> that's a far drive. Yeah, yeah, like the Mid Wilshire area. Like, <laughs> do you? Oh, I thought. Do they? So you don't drive the Prius onto the plane and go straight to Ethiopia? You get this from Wilshire? Not since the pandemic. <laughs> pandemic fucked up my Ethiopian <laughs> trips. So when you're doing yes. Ethiopian food, it's sort of common practice to eat with your hands, no silverware. Is that what you're going to be doing today? Yeah, sure. Now that you tell me that that's common practice, I guess I have to. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'll get into that. Of course I will. Leave the leave the zoom on. We'll stop. We can stop recording in a few minutes. But leave the zoom on just so we can kind of watch you eat with your hands. That's a great yeah. The meal out with friends. The experience of watching everyone mm-hmm. put their put their hands in there and just like jam it into their mouths and then and we're, we're we're gonna want to lose the shirt at some point as well. <laughs> that was Jason last night with the mozzarella sticks. You know, oh, he was just di- come on. He was sticking his little claws into the marinara, and I was like, it's a little hot for that. But he kept insisting that it turned him on. All right, Hayes, okay. go listen to Hollywood <laughs> Handbook, any uh, the flagrant one. It's all on the same Patreon. Just It's all on the same Patreon. One, we'll cut that part out. 16 digits, mm-hmm. an expiration date, and a CVV gets you <laughs> all the content you desire. That's great, Hayes. Thank you for panhandling on our podcast. That's what, we, that's what we brought you in for. Thank you for doing that. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye.